so today we're talking to Mikkel Borkent, also known as Borktude. Uh, hello. Hi. Uh, great to have you back on the podcast. And uh, so now you are open source engineer, which was like a big news. I think there's a lot of people in, uh, in general in software community that would like to do like open source uh, for a living, if you will. And uh, I thought it would be great to talk to you, maybe a bit promote also like all the work you're doing and maybe there will be more people that will support you and then this will also give you more freedom to do this stuff. So uh, thanks again for coming on the show and uh, this episode will be different to all the other episodes that uh, I did on ClojureScript Podcast because they were all about tools and libraries and this one I feel like will be personal story sort of about you which I'm really excited about because I felt like I always wanted to do this kind of podcast. So uh, I really look forward to this talk. Yeah, me too. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, it's always nice to talk to you. Absolutely. Um, Same here. Uh, so like OSS as a job, how, like, where do you start? Like how, how did you came to the position where like, you just feel like you, you could do this? Yeah. Um, so, I've been doing open source for a couple of years, um, but I became really active two and a half years ago. Uh, before that, I, I have done uh, small things here and there, but when I started working on uh, CLJ Condo two and a half years ago, I really got the, the, the hang of it, let's say. Mm-hmm. Mm, and... Um, well, I I would say Sales Econo uh, soon became yeah a popular tool that people would like to use, and even if it was not perfect, people would take the time to to make issues and be patient for it to be fixed because they really wanted uh, Sales Econo to work uh, for them, mm-hmm. and this made it a lot of fun for me to to work on it. Um, Although I, I didn't get paid or anything, I just right. did it because, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to do this. And I wanted to make this tool also, of course, for myself because I experienced uh, the, the yeah, how useful it, it could be. So yeah. that's where it basically started. I did make some smaller libraries before that. Uh, there was uh, Refind, which is a kind of... Um, a tool to find useful functions uh, based on examples, uh, input and output. Uh, and I also worked uh, on Speculative, which is a set of uh, closure specs for core functions. And I worked on that with uh, Eric Assam and Mike Fikes. And there, I think I, I got already the taste of how how much fun it is to work on open source because open source is um, you're not sitting alone in a room well you can do it uh, but it's not an isolated process where you sit for years in a room and then come out with a library Mm -hmm. at at least that's not the way I work Um, it's totally fine if you work that way but that's just not the person uh, who I am to uh, so what I usually do is if I have an idea for a project um, uh, I make a prototype I 
publish it online very soon because I'm excited about it. Right. Uh, maybe it's not always the best idea because if you wait for a couple of weeks or months, it could be so much better. And then it's the first time people will see it. Maybe that's a better approach, but I just don't have the patience to, to work like that. Um, but uh, because I'm working like this, people already from the beginning uh, have the opportunity to, to provide feedback and uh, talk to me about where things are going and collaborate with me on, on it. And so that's how I uh, want to, to develop these tools in, in um, communication with the community. So I really feel that having OSS uh, open source as uh, a way of working for me is really a community uh, driven uh, effort. Mm -hmm. And um, I really feel motivated by, uh, yeah, by wh whoever is using my tools. I like to provide good support uh, for these tools and yeah, because people have started using Condo a lot. Condo, by the way, for those who don't know it, yeah. uh, it's a closure linter, uh, which does static analysis on your source code. It has good performance. It's fast. You can hook it up to your editor and get instant feedback about your code <laughs> without executing the code because it's all static. Um, so that's... Um, yeah, that, that was, I think, my first tool, which became really, really popular within the closure community. Yeah. Um, right. Which, so yeah. let me let me yeah. stop you here. Like, I have so okay. many questions that pop up in my mind. So, yes, it's good, <laughs> it's good that you mentioned CLJ Kondo. I wanted to ask this question. This is fantastic. So everybody knows CLJ Kondo is a linter that sparks joy. That's the tagline, right? Mm -hmm. And... Uh, you mentioned that you want to get people involved early in the process when you do OSS. Uh, like, but what's the process for you when you start to build like a library? You have some kind of idea. Do you do diagrams? Do you think about like API? Like, where do you start? Like, how do you go about this? Uh, it depends. I usually don't draw a lot of diagrams unless I'm uh, thinking a lot about architecture, but I usually don't uh, think ahead that that uh, early. Uh, usually I start with a very small minimum viable pro uh, pro product or project. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, I, I do think about the API. How does the user, uh, how is the user going to use this? Uh, mm -hmm. What? Uh, what's the most convenient or fam familiar maybe uh, without sacrificing, uh, uh, let's say, simple versus easy. <laughs> mm -hmm. I try to make my tools easy, but without sacrificing the, right. the simplicity of, of mm -hmm. things. But um, yeah, that's usually how I start. Uh, the README is probably my architecture diagram like you read through the readme what can you do with this tool that that's uh that's the api right so mm -hmm. okay and the when it comes to like the idea itself like what spark you to 
make CLJ Condo? Was there any kind of problem yeah. at work or like how did you came up with this? Uh, oh, yeah. In the case of CLJ Condo, it was, um, I, I did have some linters for, for example, Bash. I had a linter for it called Shell Check. Mm-hmm. And there was there was actually one for closure. It's there is still it's still around uh, called Joker, right? Which yeah. which did a similar thing, uh, mm-hmm. but that was written in in Go, right? And I didn't feel I could contribute to this project because I I wasn't good at at Go. I I didn't I hadn't taken the effort to to really learn it, mm-hmm. and I figured that if, if it was possible to do something in like this enclosure. It would be so much easier for people to to get involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, uh, I yeah, I also contemplated building this thing in Haskell because I in 2018 I was uh, looking at Haskell because in Haskell you could make these command line apps, which were pretty fast starting because. The Haskell compiler just uh, compiles to a binary, right? Um, but even then, I didn't. I don't think it would have made sense to build a closure linter in Haskell, mm-hmm. and especially not for contributor uh, friendliness. So mm-hmm. it has a lot of value to build tools in the language that they are for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, so. That that was what prompted me to 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 work on Sylvia Condo. So. The initial thing I did was just very simple, uh, basic linting. Um, I think I implemented redundant do or something. So if you nested two do expressions, then the outer mm-hmm. do could be removed, something like this. Right. This was really the only thing that it did in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And also redundant let. So if you uh, nest two let. So that, that, that was basically it version uh one right uh, so and then i yeah just released the first version got some feedback people wanted the emacs integration people wanted uh i don't know other editors mm-hmm. um so yeah that and i kept going at it because of the feedback that i got really mm-hmm. so the feedback itself I, I, was motivating yeah 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 and mm-hmm. but also i f- because i f- yeah i found myself uh wanting some features in development of course mm-hmm. uh so and you know. w- when was the moment that you felt like this library is like becoming popular and people are really interested uh was yeah. there any kind of situation that you felt like you know i don't know there was there's a lot of you know prs issue cre- issues created uh, feature requests uh, yeah, I've pretty much from the start, it, it was already, uh, mm. uh, so there wasn't a day going by that people, uh, wouldn't, uh, post messages on Slack or create issues or, mm-hmm. uh, so that's when I sensed that, oh, there is really something to this tool that people like. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> right. And, uh. And when it comes to like, so you started the CLJ Conto two and a half years ago. Uh, and mm-hmm. then when, like, so what was the process for you to start another tool or? Yeah. Uh, so CLJ Condo is a static uh, analyzer for, for closure. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and it's only a small step uh, to think what if I cannot only state facts about this code, but what if I could actually make this code run as I analyze it? Mm-hmm. And that's basically an interpreter. So, um, and at the same time, I was building on a small tool called uh, Jet, which is mm-hmm. a tool where you can pipe Eden in, in, into it and have a query, and then it spits some output, uh, mm-hmm. similar to JQ, but for uh, Eden. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to make a, cl- a query language for this because Jet, uh, JQ also has a query language. Uh, I wanted to make something similar, but for closure. But soon I noticed that um, I just wanted to write regular closure and not some kind of DSL that, that mm-hmm. you have to learn, right? Mm-hmm. right? To make it accessible, you have to reuse parts that people already know. And if they don't have to learn a new language, that, that's a plus, I think. Mm-hmm. So then I started thinking, what if I can make a small closure interpreter for this query language of Jet? So you can just use a regular closure and not some, uh, yeah, some some DSL. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started working on the small closure interpreter. Um, that was really the start. Um, the combination of Sylvia Kondo and the query language of Jet uh, led to the small closure interpreter. And after that. Well, the small closure interpreter got bigger and bigger. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, it got to the point where it could almost execute all of closure. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's basically uh, where Babeshka came from. And I thought, well, if we can, now we can use closure for scripting, basically. So what if we could replace bash scripts with closure? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the idea of Babeshka. Mm-hmm. So it's and, all kind of interconnected. Yeah. One idea led to another, basically. Right. right. And what was the initial release of Abashka? Was it also as small as CLJ Condo, or it had like I don't know a <laughs> tiny feature set? Or yes, yes. Uh, I I think I started with probably only uh, some built-in namespaces like Closure Eden, Closure Java IO, uh, and. Uh, the scripting tool didn't even allow you to create your own namespaces in the beginning. Uh, and you, you had only functions and not macros in the beginning. I remember mm-hmm. that. Uh, so it was kind of limited, but people already already were excited about only this. So mm-hmm. it's basically the same with CLD Condo. Like mm. uh, I, I launched basically the idea and then people latched onto it mm. and... Uh, kept the ball rolling. Right. So I guess uh, from what you described, we can take, or I can note like one or two lessons, like start small and try to get feedback as soon as possible. That can also motivate you to do most of the, more of the things and you better know where exactly uh, yeah. the tool will fit best. So that that's my way of working, but right. it's not necessarily for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so... You created those, I think you mentioned four tools in total. So there was CLJ Condo, uh, there is the Jet and SCI, and then there's Babashka. And I believe CLJ Condo and Babashka 
are the more popular ones, whereas the other yeah. two are sort of in the background. Yeah, mm -hmm. that, that's correct. People are using Psy for uh, to make their own uh, scripting environments. Mm -hmm. um, for example, Psy is used in a tool called uh, Zprint to uh, to execute configurations where mm -hmm. people can uh, provide functions as configuration. Mm -hmm. uh, let me see on the Psy README. There is a list of projects that are using it. Um, so let's see. There, uh, it's also used in Chlorine uh, as also as a configuration uh, tool where people can provide functions to visualize their uh, uh, output in the REPL. Mm -hmm. um, so so Psy not only runs in the JVM but also in JavaScript environments. Mm -hmm. So that it can be embedded in in other Closure projects. Yeah. Um, so it's it's used by uh, Next Journal in their um, browser uh, Java uh, closure script uh, repls mm -hmm. or um, uh, cells, let's say. Mm -hmm. um, so there there is a pretty big list where where Psy is used. So I, it's it's probably less popular than Babeshka, but it, it is the, the essential component, and and, right. it, and it can be used for other uh, projects. Mm -hmm. uh, and yet is really a small thing that it's it's not something that I work on a lot because it just it it has a small scope so mm -hmm. yeah right uh, and mm -hmm. yeah yeah and I think I feel like uh, all of those tools that you know you found or the people found that can be very useful and I guess at one point you open up what was the first uh, way to like you open up some kind of sponsoring for those libraries. Yeah, uh, well, I got asked uh, really by a company who wanted to support my work on Babeshka mm -hmm. uh, and Sai because they also were using it in uh, Node.js. Uh, so they were asking, how can we sponsor you? Because we really want to, to sponsor you. Mm -hmm. uh, this was uh, at Goji. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a, a Dutch-based uh, company in Amsterdam, uh, around uh, online advertising. Mm -hmm. um, and so I opened up an open collective page. Uh, GitHub mm -hmm. Sponsors wasn't around yet. Yeah. And they started sponsoring me. Uh, they were the first major sponsor. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's how my the sponsoring started, really. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they're still one of my major uh, sponsors. Right. And then when the, uh, you know, I of course, we had the closures together that came along and supported also yeah. open source developers. Yeah, yeah. I should yeah. mention that as well, because um, uh, Daniel asked me a few times, hey, why don't you apply for closures together? Mm -hmm. And at first I was a little bit hesitant because uh, I, I still ha had a job uh, and my projects were already taking a lot of my free time. Uh, so I thought if I would apply to Closures together, people would expect even more of me. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know if I can can pull it off. But then Daniel, he uh, he assured me that just keep doing what you're doing and you'll be, you'll be fine. <laughs> uh, so I, eventually I also applied for, uh, I think the first thing was uh, summer of bugs where mm -hmm. I did one 
feature for CLG Condo, which is the, the hooks feature, where you can expand your own macros into something that uh, CLG Condo can understand. Uh, and that this was a small funding, but later on, uh, I also got uh, uh, two season seasonal fundings, mm-hmm. uh, quarter quarterly fundings, mm-hmm. and now I'm getting sponsored by them for an uh, entire year. So this right. is uh, yeah. Um, so they are they are a major uh, reason why. My open source activities uh, can be mm-hmm. as active as they they are now. Right. Uh, well, I guess uh, all of this also. Well, of course, there's closures together, and you mentioned there's that Doji, and then there's some other companies uh, that yeah. support your work, right? Uh, yeah. Maybe I should like... mention them. Sure. Go uh, ahead. So uh, there is Rome Research, who is pitching in uh, quite substantially with funding. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there is uh, Cognitact, who are sponsoring, um, I think, 20 or, or 25 open source developers, of which I'm one, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. also with uh, quite substantial money. Uh, there is Next Journal, who is uh, sponsoring me, who are using my tools already for a while. I also did some custom work for them on mm-hmm. Babeshka to make the, the P REPL work. And they also got, uh, they paid me separately for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I should get back to next journal, uh, after I mention all the sponsors, because there is sure. something special with them also. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> there, there is uh, health samurai, uh, which is a company in the health, uh, domain. Right. And there mm-hmm. is a pitch, mm-hmm. um, and there are many smaller uh, sponsors, um, like individuals who, who donate like $10 a month or $5 a month, uh, or uh, some companies who do like $50 a month. But uh, these are really the, 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 the companies that I mentioned are really the bigger ones. But the smaller ones are, I would say, equally important because... Um, uh, right. Yeah, for continuity, it's important that I don't have only a few big sponsors because if right. one of them, for whatever reason, uh, disappears, then it's better for me to have, uh, yeah, some some spread spread of the the That's risk. Absolutely. Let's say right. Um, so about next journal, I should mention that. Um, um, so last week, I I decided to to quit my uh, job that I had for five years mm-hmm. uh, I, I enjoyed that job a lot but my open source projects just got at a point that uh, there's just too much to do and uh, too much that I want to to do with those mm-hmm. and um, so uh, I was yeah it, it is a big risk to to quit my job at least that's how I experience it. Yeah, um, I wanted to also ask about this. Like, what was the process for you deciding? And I'm not, not talking here about yeah. any kind of uh, monetary values and stuff like this, but what was going yeah. through your mind to just take the leap and make a decision? Yeah. Uh, so I've been thinking a lot about this for the last few months. Mm-hmm. And I figured that it would be ideal if I could yeah, have more time for my tools because... 
yeah, previous to that, it was usually, I, I had a four day uh, job. Uh, mm-hmm. So I had one day, day of the week where I could spend on my tools and then in the weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was very fragmented. And if mm-hmm. I would do a big feature, like uh, Babeshka Tasks, which is a pretty big feature in Babeshka, mm-hmm. uh, I, I j- basically needed a, we- a week of vacation where I could really focus on this, right. this one big feature. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always had to wait like, oh, when do, when do I have a week where I can really focus again on this new big feature? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I figured it would be great if I could have this more often. Um, uh, but yeah, to rely only on GitHub sponsors or Open Collective, it's a little bit risky compared to just having uh, a job where you have a good salary and always, uh, right? yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, I figured that it would be ideal to have maybe a two-day contract with a company who is already using my tools. So so there is some overlap and synergy. Right. And then the rest of the week, I can work on my uh, open source tools uh, and rely on the sponsoring. So this is uh, what I'm going to do now. Uh, Next Journal has offered me to to work with them for two days on their uh, on their tools, and they're all already using uh, Sai and Babeshka and Siadikondo, uh, and they're very much interested in making closure tools, and that's basically what I'm doing too. So there is a lot of synergy be- right. uh, between what they are trying to achieve and what I'm trying to achieve with my tools. So. Uh, so this is a perfect uh, fit. So, and so I'm going to work for them for two days a week where I have like a basic salary for myself mm-hmm. to, to, to mitigate, uh, mitigate uh, a little bit of this risk associated with uh, sp- sponsored open source. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the week, I, there are still five other days of the week where I can focus on on my open source tools right so this right. this this assumes yeah. that you work on the weekends right so i think maybe you should well, say maybe three other days but yeah maybe three other days but the nice thing is that i can focus uh yes, whenever right. i whenever i want yeah and um, right. so uh yeah i'm uh you're right uh i should probably take uh <laughs> the weekend off maybe but uh i mean I'm also doing this because it's a lot of fun for me. Sure. And so perhaps I how I figured it is okay, I will I I will work uh for next journal for 2 days. Yeah. And then I have 3 days uh to work on let's say maybe the the less exciting features but the work that still needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh and then in my let's say real free time I can still focus on on the exciting <laughs> experimental things that I, I just find fun working on or something, but it's it's my time, so I can do whatever uh, absolutely yeah what I want. So, uh, but I I want to use this time also in the yeah just to keep these 
tools at a high quality, let's say. Absolutely. Uh, but this is what basically what NextJournal allowed me to do mm-hmm. uh, to to be kind of a safety net for me. Yeah. Because else I don't think I would have, with the amount of sponsoring that I currently have, uh, I don't think I, I would have taken the risk because mm-hmm. it, yeah. Um, because if, if some of these sponsors disappear, then yeah, it would be over within maybe uh, one or two years. But now I think I have found uh, a mode where I can, yeah, that is maybe sustainable in, in the long term. So mm-hmm. Right. And can I ask about like, how did it, how, what happened? Like, how did you even start? Did you pitch Next Journal about this idea? Did they ask you like how this collaboration even started? Uh, yeah, uh, that, that's a good question. I, I have to think myself a little bit. Um, I think uh, when I did this work on Babeshka for them, I already started thinking, hey, it would be nice to to do more with this this company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, yeah, I think it was a little bit mutual. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, um, we have we have similar goals really to, to mm-hmm. make the best tooling possible for, for closure. And, right. um, yes, yeah, so I guess I don't know. The, I don't yeah. remember who asked who, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> right. So I guess all of the interactions started when you created those libraries and they were also interested in that. And then, you know, yeah. the connection has been formed, right? Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, this is great. I think it's fantastic for the community because, uh, I believe you're one of the persons in the community that uh, really produces a lot of useful things and tools. So I think this is like a big win for all of us. Um, so if people are, you know, if people enjoy the tools, if your company uses any of the tools, I would definitely encourage to ask for the sponsorship of you so you can feel maybe even more comfortable at one point, maybe to take, I don't know, five days. Or would you like to actually go full-time open source and just focus on the tools? Uh, it depends on, uh, like, if, if I get a. <laughs> uh, it depends on if, if if the the amount of sponsorship would like be so clearly sustainable, <laughs> mm-hmm. right. then I might consider it. But I also think there is value in uh, being connected to the to the real practice of uh, within a company to s- just see how tools are being used and what right. problems are experienced in, in, in real life, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what I had with my previous job uh, because my previous job in- inspired me to build certain tools that I knew were, were useful. Right. So I think there is some synergy going on there and I'm not sure if, yeah, if it's, I want to try this, let's say, for the at least uh, foreseeable foreseeable future, and then mm-hmm. see what what happens. Right. Yeah. Now I think it's also very important just to have the context, as you mentioned, just work on a, like some kind of a product that those tools are useful for, and yeah. as you can say, like you know, spark ideas even to create those tools. Uh, but maybe we will do like an experience report. I don't know in half a year and see you know where you are and like what's going on. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there is a lot of software engineers, uh, people in the space that we are operating in, 
that would like to do open source full time and just focus on the tools and the ideas they're creating. But I totally agree. There is it's good to also have some kind of uh, I don't know how to say that, like a grounding or some kind of thing, yeah. a product. Grounding. That's a good work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so would there be any kind of advice for any other people that you would have for that want to do open source and how to maybe execute this better and how to like engage with the community, how to get sponsorship? Uh, I think the best place to start on this is your own excitement for something. Uh, I didn't start working on this because of money or something. I just did this because uh, it was so much fun to me. I just could not let go of the, these ideas. Hmm. Uh, I think that's the best place to start from, just your passion for uh, certain tools or problems or uh, programming languages. Uh, and tools uh, that I make usually originate from some problem that I personally have. And uh, uh, so I think, well, my advice, if I would give any advice, I, I would say solve your own problems and find out what, what you're passionate about and start doing that mm -hmm. and don't expect too much. And if good things will happen, they mm -hmm. uh, be happy about that. And else you, you just had a good time. <laughs> cool I and don't be frustrated if yeah don't be frustrated if uh, if nothing will happen because mm. it might take some iterations and uh, be patient with it right yeah, yeah I think patience is especially important uh, in this kind of thing so well uh would there be anything else uh, worth to talk about, mention? Do you feel like sharing anything else about this topic? Uh, let's see. Um, well, I do have... Uh, so if, if companies want to sponsor me, or even if they don't want to sponsor me, but they're using my tools, I'm already excited just uh, about just finding out who are using my tools. Uh, you can uh, find out what companies are using, for example, Seiji Kondo or Babeshka. Uh, there is a company page. Mm -hmm. Just type in your favorite search engine, uh, Seiji Kondo companies or Babeshka companies, and then you will find a page uh, where you can get your company listed. Mm -hmm. um, and if anyone... Uh, and if you're sponsoring me, uh, okay, you can add a logo and you will be listed first, but this is completely optional. You can still get listed there anyway. Um, and if, for example, if uh, Babeshka, people are excited about Babeshka and they want to work at a company that is also using Babeshka or Sales Econo or, or any other tool that I'm making, um, they can maybe go through this list of companies and then find out if they have job offerings. Right. So, so it, so yeah, if you would like to, to have your company listed there, uh, just send me a message. Um, uh, so that's, that's one option or make a PR, right? 
or make a yeah i have an issue or a github discussion where you can just mention your your company or project uh, that is using one uh one of my tools and then i i will add uh, add it to the list mm-hmm. um so yeah that's basically it i think yeah. Yeah, so once again, thanks for coming on the podcast. I am super happy. I was super excited and stoked about the excitement, uh, the announcement you made. Very happy for you that you took the step and I really look forward for all the other things you're going to create and improve. And um, yeah, great to have you on and let's catch up in some time and see how things are working out. Thanks for having me, Jacek. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, consider supporting it by rating on the platform you're listening to, sharing with others and supporting it directly by buying some video courses and learning ClojureScript and Clojure. You can check out the courses at jacekshe.com. That is J-A-C-K-S-C-H-A-E.com. Thanks.